0: The most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane, 11.06 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America.
1: One voice united we
0: We want something real. We want something exciting. No! I will never apologize for the greatness of the United States of America. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. Because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie Dupree. Hey, how Herman, are you? how you doing today? Marvelous. So the Fifth Circuit Court is going to hear the arguments, right?
1: Yeah, I think uh, they might even started just as we're talking here. Oh, wow. the, if you can find on social media there's hundreds of people who have gathered outside to demonstrate on both sides of the issue. This is all about still those uh, executive actions on immigration by President Obama that, uh, among other things, would allow some 4 to 5 million people who are now here illegally in the U.S. to stay in the U.S. for a few more years. A Not a full legal status, but sort of a interim legal status right. without having to the, go through the threat of being deported. Of course, as we've detailed, Herman. And now it's, we're at two months, just over two months, since those actions were delayed by a federal judge in Texas. What is at issue today is the federal government is asking for that injunction to be lifted to allow the president's executive actions on immigration, those changes, to go forward and to move ahead. I would say, though, that of the judges who are hearing this today, two have been appointed by Republicans, one by a Democrat, so that may not really uh, portend very well for this administration. And you'd have to figure this is going up the chain anyway and ultimately to the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, Herman, that this thing could last all the way into next year yeah. and really get into the into the presidential race. And all the while, really, for Republicans, it is their best chance to block what the president wants to do. And so far, not only have has the Justice Department lost in, in the be- legal battles over this, but they've also managed to really aggravate the original federal judge down in Texas, who has all but accused the Justice Department of lying to him about whether or not this had gone into effect. Remember, right. We found out from the government's own, they were the ones who sort of said, oh, yeah, by the way, they'd already bestowed some of the benefits of what the president wanted to do on the younger people who'd been brought here illegally, renewing their uh, DACA permit for three years instead of just two. Well, the three-year one is the expanded one that the president had offered, but they had assured the judge, no, 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 that wouldn't be done until February, mid-February at the earliest. Instead, they seem to have been handing them out starting in November to over 100,000 people, and so we'll have to see how that plays into this as well. So yes, big arguments today in New Orleans, two hours for uh, 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 arguments today, and we'll see just how quickly it moves up the chain.
0: Now, the judges aren't supposed to uh, interpret the law based upon who appointed them or be partisan in their thinking, aren't
1: No, they? but you and I both know that uh, at base, <laughs> that's how things sometimes shake sometimes out. Sometimes it looks that way. You know, and and look, uh, I'd like to say that every judge b- appointed by both sides, by both parties over the years, just weighs the evidence, and w- what's the line that uh, Chief Justice Roberts used that Democrats hate to this day, you know, just call balls and strikes. Uh, yeah. But they have backgrounds, too. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's just sort of the way it is. That's why I always argue to both parties. It is So important to just sort of swallow and realize that you're not going to get everything in a candidate for president, but it's so important for the parties to control the White House because you get to put those judges on the bench. Uh, You know, those 12 years uh, that Ronald Reagan and the first George Bush were in office, those were a big time for the Republican Party because if you go back, you know, this is always an amazing stat. The Democrats did not put anyone on the U.S. Supreme Court from 1968 until 1993 or four, I think. Yeah, wow. And you know, you, you, you look at that and you can see how the trajectory of justice is impacted by the inability to put people either on the U.S. Supreme Court or the Circuit Courts of Appeals or the, at the lower level, the federal judgeships. And so we'll see how this one shakes out. There's no guarantee that, uh, that either side will win. If, uh, let's just say, for the sake of argument, just to sort of g- game this out, let's say the states win. Uh, with this three-judge panel. The feds could appeal it to the full circuit court and have all the judges sit in what's called an on-bank hearing, or they could go straight to the U.S. Supreme Court and try to take it there. Uh, There's no guarantee that the U.S. Supreme Court would hear it, but one would have to think it's a pretty big issue that will come before. them. Remember, this is only on whether to lift the injunction temporarily. This is not on the merits of the issue, which I think that second route, that could get to the U.S. Supreme Court as well. Well, like you said, this could go into next year. I think so. I mean, look, we've already had two months of delay. Yep, just and because of the different possibilities like you just Why learned. not have a few more? And then yeah. it takes time. And even if the U.S. Supreme Court were to put it on their docket, uh, there's no guarantee that they would act quickly on it or anything like that. And look, uh, I think for Republicans, this remains their best chance. Well, actually, no. Their best chance to change what the president has done is to win the White House. Period. End of sentence. I agree. If if they want to stop what the game. president's doing, yep. then they need to win the White House. That's really what it comes down to. Yep, I would agree. Speaking of the White House, Senator Bernie
0: Sanders, is he making noise about running as a Democrat?
1: I mean, he's talked, people have talked about it, and he's sort of held it out there a little, Uh, You know, I'm not sure that anybody here thinks that he's going to, but if he were, it would be seen mainly as an effort to push Hillary Clinton more to the left, more than anything else. I think that of all the people, you know, like Lincoln Chafee, Jim Webb, Martin O'Malley, they're really not seen as serious threats to Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean, Herman? Yeah. I, I mean, they could poke some holes in her here and there, maybe, but I don't think anybody sees them galvanizing the party in a big fight. Now, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, I think that would be different. I think she would have that that it kind of, uh, you know, ability to suddenly get a big charge going against Hillary Clinton, but right now Elizabeth Warren has uh, kept indicating that, no, she is not interested in doing that. You know, uh, we had uh, yesterday in the hallways, we were chasing around members of Congress here and senators and down the Democratic side trying to ask them, well, you know, what's your thoughts on Hillary? And, for example, uh, not everybody has jumped on the Hillary train so far, and I don't expect them to. I expect yeah. a lot of lawmakers to sort of, uh, you know, keep their powder dry and more. Uh, so A number have given the immediate thumbs up to her. There was one yesterday, Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio. A lot of people were saying, well, you know, uh, are you going to support Hillary Clinton? And he's, he said, look, I want to talk to her about trade. I want to talk to her about other issues. And I, I think some of these people just don't want to be buffaloed and stampeded into doing something that I think they'll probably end up at. Yeah. But there is that, again, that sense of, huh You know, Hillary, okay, they like Hillary, but there's somebody else a little more zip and pizzazz (laughs) and excitement. (laughs) I I do think there's there's an element of that there. Yeah,
0: I mean, the conventions are over a year away, and I got to tell you, if they don't have some additional candidates out there beating the drum, that's going to be
1: one boring convention. Now, uh, I saw an interesting little uh, piece of data in the Boston Globe today by one of their political reporters. Who's got the most, uh, the most number of staff in New Hampshire right now? Hillary Clinton's got 19 people working wow. for her in New Hampshire. Who's next? Donald Trump's got four. Oh, really? That's in New Hampshire. Wow. Okay, so that'll show you that uh, the the Clinton team sort of inherits this almost in place machine. Yeah. And I do think that's one thing that Republicans should not underestimate. Now you're right. If you don't have anybody who's pushing you, you and I both know that uh, we usually operate better when we got somebody snapping at our heels, right? Yeah. That's just sort of human nature. Yeah. And that's the one thing that the the Clinton people are going to have to fight against. How? And you're absolutely right. How do you keep that going? How do you keep that excitement going for another year without anybody really threatening you? So I think, you know, the media will probably do its best to find ways to uh, puff up somebody and uh, and create some controversies here and there for Hillary Clinton to deal with. Uh, but as of right now, yeah, there's nobody that seems to be in our way. But how do you keep that excitement going for a year to make sure that, you actually get your people there, and you get them excited about 2016. It's certainly a much different dynamic than what was out there eight years ago at this time for the Absol- Democrats. Absolutely.
0: You mentioned Donald Trump. Is he, is he supposed to be in New Hampshire this weekend you know, for I that big know. powwow along with some of the others? I,
1: I don't know if he's there. Most, uh, most everybody else who's anybody on the Republican side is. I saw a picture last night that, uh, for example, Jeb Bush had run into Rick Perry at some uh, destination in New Hampshire, and you remember being there, Herman. It's a pretty yeah. small place. It's not yeah. too hard to run. Not, not hard to run into somebody. Else. No, and with uh, this many Republican candidates and hopefuls out there, uh, it wouldn't surprise me for, I tell you, as a reporter, you go back there, and you go cover an event, and as you're, as you drive into some small town that you've been to many times before, you come in, and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, it's this hall over there. Oh yeah, it's that church down there. I've been there before. I remember covering so-and-so there. So, there's a lot of the same places. There's not that many places that you can go to, and so all the candidates tend to go to the same ones. So, they'll be up there uh... into this weekend and then on Monday and Tuesday, Hillary Clinton will be in New Hampshire for her first trip.
0: Oh, she's not up there for the weekend. She's no, up, no, uh, she's
1: back in New um, York. And so she's... What was interesting, you know, we talked about uh, the, the relations with the news media. And yesterday I talked to some of my friends who had been out there in Iowa chasing her around. And it was interesting to hear the stories uh, from a lot of my colleagues, especially in radio, that they felt like the Clinton team had not been very helpful at all. Stories of people going, flying out to Iowa to go cover Clinton, and never being allowed to go in the rooms where the events were occurring, because yeah. they kept such a tight grip on how many people were allowed to cover. And uh, it, just little, little stories like that, you know, usually what you find, Herman, is the campaign that, you know, they think they're going to win. They're the ones who are the most strict with reporters, because they sort of feel like, hey, we're You know, we got the moxie. We're there. I remember the Clinton team in 92, they were that way. Uh, George W. Bush's people were that way in 2000. The Obama people certainly were. Howard Dean's people really were, I remember, when he ran as well. Well, like I said, (laughs) we'll we'll see how it
0: unfolds. Now, um, the... Powwow in New Hampshire this weekend for the Republicans. and they got, I, I recall an event similar to that when I was up there and they had them all on the same stage. And
1: Yeah, they're not all going to be there at the same time or anything right. like different that. They're going to be there at different times speaking to this group. I think they're in Nashua, if I remember correctly. Okay. And then uh, you know, we're starting to hear rumblings that both Ben Carson and Carly Fiorina may announce on May the 4th is the uh, next one jeb bush told people yesterday when he was down in i think in mississippi that he is going to make his mind up in the near term he didn't give any date but it sounded like it would be soon uh scott walker's people are indicating that he will not announce anything until they're done with the budget in wisconsin which usually is sometime in june so he's going to be waiting a little while and after watching uh governor Christie this week of new jersey i think it's just a matter of time probably till he gets in as well let the beat go on. Are you having any urge to declare your candidacy, Herman? Uh, Nope. Nope. Not at all. Been there, done that,
0: huh? <laughs> I can honestly say I don't have an urge to do that for a whole list of reasons. And we might get into those as, we, as this thing unfolds a lot more. Roger that. You have a good weekend, Herman. Thanks a lot. You too, Jamie. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. I repeat, no, I do not have any of those urges. (laughs) I love this show.